0: Three, two, one. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Real New Podcast. I'm your host, Blaine Ward. And today with me, I brought the boys back. We brought them back. No one was asking for them, but we fucking brought Nobody,
1: them nobody did ask.
0: But, you know, goddammit, my boy Ben, my boy Brendan, the fucking gang, we're back. And we're here to let loose on some shit. How are you boys doing?
1: Blaine, what's yeah. your favorite scary movie?
0: Oh, shit. I don't know. If I say Scream, is that too meta? It's a bit
1: meta, yes. Mine's Jack and Jill. <laughs> Nothing scarier than Adam Sandler <laughs> fucking cross-dressing. That's true. That's true. That is pretty scary. I'm not going
0: to lie. How are you boys it's been too long and by too long i mean it's really only ever been yeah, really, two episodes a month i mean we but... just did
1: the uh fair of movies of the year i mean we weren't I mean, gone that long
2: i'm a lot better than like last time or the time before when we were watching halloween it was a lot yeah, better we're... to watch these
0: movies yeah <laughs> shorter yeah it, was we're a lot shorter.
1: Yeah. it yeah. didn't take up as much of my time right you had a good time for most of I wasn't them, you know. Watching instead Curse of, of Michael angry. Myers wasn't the first episode like almost three hours. The first one was about the first was one was less than two hours, and the second one
0: was more than two. You guys actually oh, have the record God. for the longest <laughs> pod episode. Hey so you know
1: Fucking high five for that that's right yeah that means we're the shit okay. i know yeah people are trying to live up to
0: you guys us. and i'm like listen it's not gonna happen it's not <laughs> good gonna
1: tr- good luck yeah
0: because you'd have to sit to down
2: and talk for you'd have to find something terrible enough to talk for three and a half hours
0: i know that's what i'm like, saying i'm like we gotta have I the crazy
1: enough to do the bonds that might fill the time but yeah no i'm not yeah. doing all the bonds that would kill no, me i, I don't recommend that'd take a couple weeks exactly exactly well
0: if uh you know if the title didn't give it away we are we're, we're going back to the retrospective you know it's a tried and true formula but we're doing it because there's a new scream movie out and god damn it i'm so happy like it, it, it's, it's back fine. in the cultural conscience you know it's like we're back this is for the fans it's and a I'm like total rip off of Halloween 2018. But it's it is good. it is. But you know, but it even knows it is. That's the right. best part. But we're you know, we're bringing Scream back to the norm. And I'm I'm um, so happy because I feel like have all all three of us have uh, you know, we all love horror movies, and I feel like Scream is a very kind of touchstone in those horror movies. Um, what about the Scream franchise makes it stand out among other horror movies?
1: You know, for some reason, I feel like our generation really resonates with these movies, even though they're not really nostalgic, even because we're from like the 2000s. But I I always feel like people it's a really good party movie, too. I I feel like it's one of those easier ones you just put on. Everybody's like, oh, you know,
2: it's a lot of fun to show somebody that like hasn't seen it before.
1: Yeah, that's true, too. Definitely a big twist here in the first one. Any of them are. Right. They're or very accessible. Any of them it, yeah, it's always fun to, like, try to figure out who the killer is. Like that's Right. Always the These game. are basically,
0: like, elevated, like, Scooby-Doo mysteries when you think about Sa- it.
1: Hey, shit, Shaggy's in this, too. I know. <laughs> I even wrote <laughs> like, exactly. that, too. I said that Freddie Prince Jr. should have been Billy. Yeah. No, really yeah. <laughs> that would
0: have been awesome. That would have been sick. I would have been down for that. It's okay, but... Yeah, I think the thing that separates Scream from other horror movies is, A, it's a very fun tone. Like, you know, it's not, you take take the threat of Ghostface seriously, but the characters know about horror movies and they know about horror movie tropes. And that makes it a lot more fun. Instead of yelling at idiots, most of the time they're making semi-smart decisions where you're like, oh my god, thank god. The ones that live, yes. Right, Exactly um but you know i feel like that helps it out and then just the whole meta nature it's just so fun the way they're able to like somehow twist this web into getting more and more meta i'm like yeah just keep going keep going
1: yeah especially we'll get there but especially with this last one they go pretty hard with i know they just and it's stop. it's awesome I've always
2: liked it because like the way it's portrayed with like advertising, like, you know, you grow up seeing like the ghost face costumes with like the heart that you squeeze with like the blood coming down the mask. Yeah. You just think like this has got to be like some ghost, some actual like Satan ghost. And then you watch the movie for the first time and it's taking place in a high school and it's like some high school whodunit. Yeah, it's like like, Dawson Creek,
0: but a horror movie. Yeah, you're not crazy. Yeah. The other cool thing about Ghostface is like he's murderable, which is interesting because, like, Ghostface gets his ass yeah, hurt, like everywhere. He for movie. sure does.
1: Like, yeah. even, even
0: when he's killing people, he'll take like a, you know, a beating. Unlike Michael and, Myers, who's like an unstoppable machine, like, at least Ghostface gets knocked out.
1: Yeah. And you know what? That costume is pretty like thin too. It's not like there's any armor or something. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's a like literally cloth just. Piece cloth, that he just throws yeah. over most of the time
0: right exactly so you know it's refreshing uh to see because every time you know a person yeah, bites back that's you're what like makes it cool.
1: it's right. realistic
0: yeah exactly yeah. which is nice um you know because you know uh, not not to go back to our halloween thing but you know now that we've watched all the halloween movies together we're like that. jesus christ we just need michael myers <laughs> to like stay down at this point um
1: yeah oh but, fuck especially with that last one jesus. i know
0: yeah hey, Yeah. <laughs> we'll, be back. We'll, we'll, we'll get there, when we get there. Um. Yeah. All right, so let's just jump right into uh, the first screen movie. So the first one came out in 1996. This is directed by Wes Craven, who directed uh, 1 through 4. Rich. Who didn't direct the new one um, because he passed away. Got and it, yeah. as far as the cast goes, we have David Arquette, Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox, Matthew Lillard, Rose McGowan, Pete Ulrich, Jamie Kennedy, as well as a bunch of other bit players that we'll get into. Um,
1: Sabretooth, baby. Leif Schreiber.
0: I know, I know.
1: Oh, and <laughs> so Kingpin, funny. too.
0: I know. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Is this the
1: best opening sequence in a horror movie? I think it makes, I think it's definitely, uh, damn, because you got like Halloween, you got this. It makes a case Um, for the best. I think it definitely makes a case. That's for sure. I was
2: thinking Halloween immediately, but. Yeah that 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 might make a really good case. I still remember the you know, first time I watched it.
1: <laughs> and all of them really have a really good opening. Yeah. For the most part. I, okay,
2: they all have I actually like think the, the newer same one structure. One
1: was, yeah, it's all framed the same
0: pretty much. Right. right. I just think it, it like it, you know the first like 11 minutes just set up the whole movie perfectly and i mean you know not to bring the to bring the marketing into play here a a lot of people didn't know that drew barrymore isn't the main character of the movie
1: no because
0: everyone's like oh she's gonna be the main character (laughs) of the movie and like 10 minutes in she's (laughs) dead before yeah her
1: face on the cover of the vhs tape for christ's sake
0: right exactly and she she kills it like in that amount of screen yeah no she
1: definitely does too
0: but it's one of those things where you're like man
2: Something I just kind of thought about, it. have you guys did you guys notice that all of these movies pretty much start with the exact same structure? Like they'll have two people getting murdered and then they'll cut and start introducing the new people and then they'll have like all of the new people in like a circle talking about <laughs> the people the two people that died the night before and then normally normally either yeah, one of or both starts. of the killers are in that circle talking
0: about it. Every
2: single Scream movie.
0: Oh, yeah. And the fact that it's not, like, boring, so, I think, is what makes it special. Because, I mean, you know, well, the, with, literally with, what you said, it's like the same events are happening, but it's yeah, like, yeah. it's Which,
1: With each new one, too. They, like, they update it. That's what Yeah, and I think
0: was. the other cool thing, like you were saying, with how they update, like, all of these movies are very aware of the popular horror movies in their time. So the fact that the movie starts off with the Ghostface Killer, like literally asking like trivia questions about other horror movies, like immediately sets yeah. you in where you're like, oh, okay, this is different than other, uh, you know, slasher clicks. F- like this is self-aware. And I feel like that's, I don't know, we haven't seen that. We I, Like I, I, this was like kind of revolutionary for the time, you know, and especially sure. coming from Wes Craven who had done horror movies before, the fact that he's like, all right, I'm going to go meta on you guys. And it's like, whoa, all yeah. right.
2: It's the first scene where you hear like the infamous voice of the franchise the voice of the killer like whose whose voice is that does anyone know
0: yeah his it's name's roger, roger jackson. L. Jackson.
2: roger l jackson i did my homework
0: yeah yeah i mean he's got such an iconic he's voice. cool
1: i know he's like scary too i'm it's, like oh man yeah, it's a it's like that just right amount of creepiness to it yeah it's, right it's perfect
0: uh me. The other thing I wanted to add is, um, right off the bat, uh, Wes Craven's Throwing Shade, because there's that thing where uh, Ghostface asks uh, Drew Barrymore about, like, oh, you know, what's your favorite scary movie or something like that, and she talks about Nightmare on Elm Street, she's like, yeah, the first one was good, but the rest of them suck, and I'm like, damn! (laughs) I all never right, thought
2: like, about that.
1: Yeah, like, I'm like, wow. I don't know right, why. Like, I, say, I, I, I knew West he directed made... any of the other
2: ones. Yeah, right. I knew like Wes yeah, made those so... movies, but it's like something I never thought of that he probably threw that in as a stab.
1: <laughs> and you know yeah. what? You know how there's so many, because in the movie, there are movies of the movie. They have right. the stab the movies. Stab. Yeah, exactly. And they make it very obnoxious, like on purpose that there's eight of them. Right, exactly. <laughs> like they make it cl- p- obvious that... Yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween, to have just an absurd amount of sequels because nobody comes up with anything original. Right, exactly.
0: Um Love but, that Yeah, so let, let's uh let's talk about the cash real quick. Um, you know, obviously kind of the main Stay in the in in all the movies are. Uh, Nev Campbell is kind of the main character. Cindy Prescott, and then you have Courtney Cox as Gail Weathers, kind of a reporter type, and then David Arquette as uh, Dewey. Is his last name Riley? Am I correct? About Dewey that? Riley. Yeah. Deputy, yeah.
2: Dewey. Deputy, Deputy
0: Dewey. Deputy Dewey. Deputy Dwight. I know. Um, I think these are condition. just these are just like the most likable like
1: horror trio of all time. Like okay, I'm they're the core. <laughs> My favorite, and I wanted to bring this up, my favorite David Arquette moment that taught probably the entire series is right after uh, they arrest Billy and Stu calls Sid at her friend's house, uh, Tatum's house. Yeah. And it's right after she, like, hangs up the phone on him. Dewey just picks up the phone, like, <laughs> with his gun in hand like this, <laughs> like, holding it up. And like, Hello? <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> like, right. expecting to hear the rest, like... Him to keep talking? That's so funny. Um,
0: I I love all three of them. I love 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 his
2: talk with Randy and Scream too.
0: Yeah. Um, so I don't I I just feel like, especially with the first one, the cast is just so crucial to why it works so well. Because every every character in this movie is so likable. Um, just even even if they're like crazy, like you know, uh, Billy Loomis's character is kind of this like pining boyfriend who you know may or may not be the killer like throughout the movie you're kind of like second guessing him but the performances are just so like committed and like everyone's in on the joke which is really fun um and i don't know like they're just iconic like all of the main characters in the first three movie like i i love all of them i would die for all of them yeah like
2: even the principal is fun to
1: watch He's fuck yeah, he, <laughs> he goes off on those kids and expels them, and then he gets fucking axed.
3: Yeah,
0: not. I will be completely honest with you. I feel like that principle would not fly into the standard. There's a moment where he like holds the knife for like one of the kids, and I'm like, oh my hey, god. This was
1: the 90s. Yeah, yeah i like, time. you can't
0: do that today. Um, <laughs>
1: splatterfest. <laughs> right.
0: Exactly. Um, but I don't know. Like it, it, I I just love the fact that um you know, I, I, there's so much appreciation that goes toward just like horror movies in this because it's never making fun of horror movies. That's the thing. It's like treating it with love as opposed to, like yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. kind of knocking it down, which I appreciate because it'd be very easy to be like pretentious about it. And I never feel like these movies are. I no. feel like it's, it's it's from a place of love. And I appreciate
2: that. You're practically describing Randy's character. Like, all of this is channeled yeah. through Randy. Man, I love in Randy. In the first two Scream movies.
0: Randy's the best. Like, yeah, Randy, he's all He's the, he's all he's the movie nerd. He's the audience. Up. Up. Like, I love the guy. He's <laughs> oh, the best. Um, he's
2: the guy screaming at the TV right. in
0: the Literally. movie
2: theater. Like, like no,
0: turn around. Yeah, don't go <laughs> through that hallway. You know, that sort of thing. And I just love... Okay. I love the fact that in the like right before the third act, he literally stands up and like bra- almost breaks the fourth wall and explains like the rules of horror movies. And I just I love that <laughs> so much. It's beautiful. Yeah. All right. Now, off the top of your head, what are the three rules in the first three movie?
2: You can't have sex. You can't drink or do drugs. And you can't say "I'll be right back." Yeah. Kind boy. point. I'm okay. surviving that. anything.
1: Right. Exactly. The one about not having sex yeah I don't have sex so i will survive yeah at a point until the sequel though of course then until i will the pass sequel. yeah right exactly. because i call her son of wet rag i'm sorry i keep getting ahead of myself no i'm like a diet i'm, a, dy- I'm like
2: a, a die in the intro of the sequel type guy myself Your so
0: cotton?
2: yeah there we go <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm
0: cotton. That's I don't I'll know if that's a good thing the, or a bad thing. But I'll make actually, it through the climax. Oh, either yeah, Stop. yeah. <laughs> that, that seems to be spelled out bad things for the both of you. Um. All right. So obviously with this first screen movie, uh, the killers or killer. That's the brilliant thing about this movie is because yes. as a mystery movie and obviously as a horror movie, you're set up to believe that Ghostface is one guy and the entire movie yeah. kind of like flip flopping on like, you know, who's going to be who's going to be. And the brilliant thing is, is there's two killers. It is Billy Loomis and Stu, uh, kind of, Stu, you know, the heart. other friend in the group, Tatum's boyfriend. Um and just the fact that I, I I love that twist because the entire time you're 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 so focused on Billy that you know the fact that right after uh he and um um why am I losing her name Cindy right after he and Cindy have sex um you know, she starts questioning. It's like, hey, wait a minute. Like, who'd you make that phone call to when you were in prison? And you start like going like, wait a Mm -hmm. minute. Is it him? And then he gets stabbed. Yeah. And you're like, whoa. Oh, okay. I guess it's not. And then all of a sudden it gets brought back around in the next like 15 minutes. And it's like, all right. uh, Guess what? It actually is him. We all go a little
2: mad sometimes.
0: Right. Exactly. By the way, can I just say, I feel like this movie is why people hate uh, film nerds. And you know what? I'm okay with that.
1: <laughs> I think you know what? I think it's probably worse than the sequels. And that's probably true. That's probably true. two and four have like this really hardcore. Well, I guess three is in a movie set too. Right? Yeah, that's fair. They definitely give a shit for that. So Villains too, they gotta be gay,
0: right? Like, <laughs> let's be yeah, honest. Like the way they were, the way they were over each other. I'm like, oh. you know, there's something going on here. <laughs>
1: Peer pressure. I don't know if I believe that. I
0: think they're gay. Uh,
1: I mean, Stu was like holding him behind and then he like stuck his tongue out. And I, I got a little turned on. So there's
0: some, there's some King that's, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, that is, is,
1: that's a good point. Maybe
0: that's like a fan theory. That I, Stu is, I, listen, was actually that's all I'm saying. I'm just here gay. to propose the question. I'm um, cool with that. I mean, nothing wrong. Um, but I don't know. And the fact the reveal is just so good. And the, the way that uh, Skeet Ulrich and um oh my god Matthew Lillard, Matthew Lillard yeah. yeah the way they like yes. the way they're so elevated in there because Billy's so like over the top in like his insanity and Stu is just like going for it with like the comedic stuff like that yeah. that, that kind of banter that they have is Houston incredible. we got
1: a problem here yeah right. he's like
2: having fun with it and making a clown my of himself parents
0: are gonna be mad at me <laughs> And it's also like, and that's the other thing too that this movie does really well is like it balances kind of the comedic stuff with the horror stuff really well. Cause like, you know, obviously when they're bantering, like it's funny as hell, but then they start like stabbing. I was going to say then they stab each other. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) It's funny because he stabs him and he's like, you did it too hard, man. And then you (laughs) see the look in his eye when he gets to stab him and he's like, oh, I'm going to give it to you now. Yeah,
0: Yeah, exactly. exactly.
1: And then Billy's like, oh fuck, you know
0: right oh right. so great
1: god damn it stew god damn it stew
0: yeah um <laughs> but i don't know like it, i i i am I'm impressed with how like the other thing too is that this movie it's i don't know how long it is because it doesn't feel long like the movie literally yeah, zips no, by it's, really good. Yeah, and it's one of the fastest paced movies i've ever seen because it just goes and next thing you know like it's over which is awesome because you know with like halloween we we're like begging for that shit to end and here we're like <laughs> oh man
1: i felt like you it know, ends but we still are oh no we for... killed and then we, now we have to end
0: right exactly in
1: october
0: that's right baby um but... exactly um but i don't know i feel like you know all the characters are really likable i feel like it's a very kind of intelligent horror movie in the way that you know it breaks down tropes the, the scene where i think my favorite like meta joke in the movie is when uh you know jamie kennedy's sitting on the couch and he's watching yeah. halloween and on halloween and when he's watching it michael myers <laughs> is behind jamie lee curtis and jamie kennedy is saying to jamie lee curtis look out jamie you know look behind you look yeah. out yeah and those faces his... right behind like that is <laughs> that is insane i love yeah. that so much
1: oh it's so great
0: and the way they're able to use like i don't know i just feel like they're able to use like setups really well because even with that we have gail puts like a camera uh in on the party where you're able to see kind of um you know she's able to see like what's going on in the party but it
2: has why. a why 30 because she, she's she nosy. wants to get the
1: scoop yeah she's like she's kind of annoying in this movie but she, yeah the courtney cox plays her really well though like she oh yeah fucking, she, like by the time we get to two she is like a badass right I mean, she was She was kind of a badass in this one, but you know, the fucking safety thing. Really? Right, exactly. (laughs) This is the shit we're making fun of right now. Um... Uh
0: but, like, I, 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 the setup with the camera and the fact that she goes back to the van, it's like, oh, and you know, there's like a, what, 30 second? Or 30, 30, seconds? 30, 30, seconds. Yeah, 30 delay, second. Yeah, 30 second delay. Exactly. Like, something like that happens. And then, obviously, later when shit hits the fan, like, they look wow. at it and it goes, yeah, to that was lead, genius. And then they open the door and he's right there. Like, that's, that's brilliant. Yeah. And the thing with him being two killers as well is brilliant because there's a lot of scenes where you're like, okay, well, how did he get there? It's because there are two killers. Yeah. That's exactly. brilliant.
2: You know? Mm hmm. It, it cancels out all of those weight, but exactly. like like whenever about the reveal that happens yeah
0: right because like something like michael myers you're like all right at some point he's michael gotta be is like michael yeah right is. He's got to oh, be yeah. like running instead of walking it's like all right you know i don't know i just feel like it's a very smart movie and i feel like they did a really good job kind of not only breaking down the tropes but also just making a really engaging mystery movie as well i feel like yes
2: oh thank you Wes craven
0: i know he god could.
1: rest his soul
0: I know, yeah, I, I I love the guy, and obviously, like he was just right in his wheelhouse house doing this, because you're you're able to still be scared, you know, like Ghostface is yeah. creepy because he's vulnerable and you know you you never know where he's gonna pop out it might be the closet might be the window you never know the other thing okay the last thing i wanted to mention is uh when he's going after sydney in her house they set up the um like the closet door yeah and like how the door can like lock behind it right Mm -hmm. and she uses that against ghostface and there's so many like clever moments where people are like making smart decisions where you're like
1: yes thank you yeah because like the beginning that uh billy goes in her room and then, yeah, she just had the door like that. And when her dad came in, he couldn't. Yeah, that was one of the, by the way, one of the coolest rooms ever just for that very, like, can you imagine when your mom's calling you and shit and you got like that, that one second before you know what's going on? Yeah, yeah. You, you need that hmm. privacy. That would be so great because then you have that ability to be like, what up?
0: You know? Right. Exactly. You, you have time to recover, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, anything, anything you guys uh want to add about the first scream movie before we jump to the next?
2: I had something, but I forgot it. Like uh, it just okay. left my brain.
0: And it comes back, you know. Uh, you can do. It. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> Real quick, what do you guys think of the Tatum kill? Do you think that's too ridiculous, or are you like I love how they start that because she's like fucking around with him? And she's like, oh, you want me to play like a uh, scared little girl or whatever? And then he's just like, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. And they like play with each other.
2: It that that kill doesn't really age that well. Like,
1: I mean, it doesn't look that. Good.
2: Yeah, I, I just
1: feel like it's a little awkward
0: just because like she gets trapped in the garage door, and obviously you know I. It might be because you know she's got yeah um yeah huge Big tracks tits. of land. Yeah, <laughs> thank you for being unafraid. Um. But you know, I, I feel like that's the joke is like, you know, because of that, she's unable to escape. But it's just weird. It, it's a little weird in the execution. That's like my only like knock against this movie is I'm like, that was a little strange. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It- it has it's some hokier moments, yeah, to, like this one, yeah. But sure. I mean,
0: yeah, this is like one of my favorite movies. Like, come on, it, uh, yeah. Yeah. oh,
1: absolutely, it's,
0: it's a so- classic. It's a classic.
2: Oh, I was just the thing I was gonna bring up is like this is the the female horror protagonist that I think can like hold a torch to Laurie Strode. Oh top,
1: yeah, top five like is not
2: Sydney top five Prescott there. gets shit done. Oh yeah, not, like the ending of this movie when. Whenever she's she got to come with like an umbrella, down. yeah, she's <laughs> yeah. Are you alone in the house, you bitch? Where are you? Not so fast. We're gonna play a little game. It's called Guess Who Just Called the Cops and Reported Your Sorry Motherfucking
0: Ass. Right, exactly. It's great. She's
2: Like she's great.
0: Yeah. No, I mean she's, a, she's all a four
2: movie. movies. She's. A-class female protagonist whoop your ass.
0: I want Nev Campbell to shoot me with a uh, goddamn uh, <laughs> And I stand by that. God it's an
1: it. honor. Say that on. i'm teasing the last one i keep right. talking
0: about it <laughs> <laughs> uh okay so moving on uh you know scream they 2. really because of this was such a hit they really kind of rushed into production for the second one like really quickly it was a year later wasn't yeah, it mm-hmm. 97 yeah 97 scream mm-hmm. 2 came out same director wes craven uh you know the original three return and then we have jerry o'connell Tim- timothy olephant uh jimmy kennedy laurie metcalf uh Sarah Michelle Gellar, I was say, Don't Schreiber, forget about Jake Daphne. And, man.
1: Right, exactly. Like to say Daphne and Shaggy. Why couldn't Fred be in here? And Bella and the Cardellini should have been in three. Yeah, I know. Right. Yeah, they really got to <coughs> bring in the scream new cast. Um,
0: so obviously, scream two uh, picks up after the events of the first one, where Cindy is now at college. Um, and you know, obviously, uh, the Ghostface killer kind of comes up again, and to kind of do like a real life sequel, you know, inspired by uh, the killings of the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like the cool thing about this one is that, you know, with most horror sequel, there's an urge to go kind of bigger with your set pieces, and I actually think this has, even though I like the first one better, I feel like the scare sequences in this one are, like, more grandiose and, like,
1: effective than the first one, if you think about it. For sure. I mean, she's on a college campus, like, it's big. Yeah. It's like, like- a university.
0: Because the first one, like, as far as location goes, there's, you know, a couple of houses, you got the school, and then the big house at the end of the movie. This one, there's just several different locations. Yeah, like, yeah of,
2: like, the sorority.
0: Right, the sorority house, you've got the audio booth, you've got, like, that scene in the car, you've got the movie theater, you've got the, like, actual theater. that the Just an the-
2: open field out in the day if you're ready. Right.
0: Yeah, I feel like they they kind of they, they strive to go bigger with the set season. I think they actually did a really good job uh, pulling them off. Where do you guys stand on Scream 2?
2: Okay, so this movie is, one thing I like about this movie, first of all, I think I think it's just as good, if not better, than Scream 1. Like, it's right up there with it. Just... One thing I like about it is how, like, like every other Scream movie, it's really aware. Like, there's a trope going on between two characters. Like, one character is trying to prove to the other like how there are certain sequels that can overtake the original and it's like it's like Wes Craven knows like he's like hey I'm not trying to overtake my original I'm trying to make a sequel. Yeah, because so, they have that
1: whole class where they're like sequels suck.
2: Yeah. And, <laughs> and it's just <laughs> it's, like in the new one they're awesome. talking about requels and that whole scene. Yeah. So, That's become a thing now, a trope now.
0: Yeah, I feel like kind of the meta nature leans itself into like, uh, you know, in this one, they try and take on like sequels and how, you know, horror sequels for the most part don't usually work. um, And sequels in general don't usually work. Um, I do think it's funny that uh, they misquote the alien scene. Like the guy gets it right the first time when they're talking about like movie sequels. Because he's like, uh, you know, stay away from her, you bitch. Yeah, bitch. That's, yeah. the, that's the line. And then Jimmy Kennedy was like, I thought it was get away from her, you bitch. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is a good point. Wait a minute.
1: No, I think she does say get away from her.
0: Whatever it is. I Jimmy Kennedy says right. the wrong one oh. when he corrects him. Okay, okay, right. And I'm like, come on. I, I mean, Maybe that's a meta thing, too. I have no idea. But, uh, you know, I don't know. Um, so real quick, I'm gonna jump on the opening scene in this one. Uh, this one takes place in a theater screening of Stab, which is basically yeah, a Stab. In this movie's universe, Ooh. it's the events of the first screen movie made into an like a, a movie called Stab, where <laughs> instead of Drew Barrymore, it's Heather Graham. <laughs>
1: yeah, the, and like the actors that they pick for all the like incredible, random stuff. Awesome. incredible Luke Wilson, Luke one. Wilson. It's hilarious. It.
0: So funny, <laughs> <is> so funny, <laughs> funny. He's incredible. Um,
2: the way the cookie crumbles.
0: <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. Like, it—it's it, got such like a playful nature with how they handle that, and with the opening scene, they have uh, Jada Pinkett and uh, Omar Epps. Um, you know, kind of going to a movie theater, and then obviously the ghost face killer like steps in and scares me. I just want to say.
1: No theater ever would be going. I was going to talk about this. Yes, you are absolutely correct. Have you ever been to a horror movie where people are dressing up as him, going around like fake stabbing people? Yeah, exactly. No, that is just ludicrous.
2: I mean, maybe that was a '90s thing.
1: Maybe,
0: but like, Like, I feel like the only time a theater would get that crazy would be like a midnight screening of like The Room or something like that. You know. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i
1: don't know it's
0: so- not for a stab movie like and they were all dressed up and like throwing popcorn everywhere and i'm like as a movie theater employee it's i'm just so like this disruptive yeah it's I'm like, literally disruptive
2: stuff. enough to cover up a full-on murder for about 15 seconds
0: right right okay. um by, by the way how do you feel about like I, I feel like that seems a little overdramatic when Jennifer gets, gets, like, stabbed and she's walking, like, you know, to the front. I'm, like, oh, I'm yeah. like, I feel like people would be reacting a lot more, like, you know. Like, what the fuck? Right, instead of just,
1: like, looking at her. But yeah, they just look uh, at her and nobody calls the uh, ambulance or anything.
0: Right, yeah, they That's stare at thing. her.
2: Or, like, you yeah. know, does anything.
1: <laughs>
0: right, yeah. I'm like, I don't know what's nobody going on to here. Help her, shit. Right. Uh, But, I mean, it is a good opening scene. Uh, The kill, especially, is pretty brutal when he gets stabbed through the head, like, from the bathroom. Oh, yeah. Like, they really don't shy away from the violence in this one, especially. I feel like they kind of one-up themselves. No, this
2: this one gets a lot more brutal.
3: Yeah.
0: Like,
2: this one follows the trope of, like, horror sequels having to have, like, a better body count and a better... I think it has, like, a higher kill count, but it's also just a lot gorier. Yeah. Like I always think of the cop's death on the car when oh, he yeah. gets like that oh, pull yeah. through his face and yeah, he's exactly. making yeah, yeah. And,
1: and that's one of the sequel rules that Randy teaches us in the movie. Right, <laughs> exactly. Um, and
0: I'm ha- I'm happy they brought back uh Randy, and I'm happy they brought like I feel like they integrated the returning characters really well in this one. yes um, obviously because like the ghost face killer's back, you know, obviously uh you know, Cale Weathers would be on that immediately. And then, you know, Dewey, because he's a good person, goes, you know, is there to, like, kind of yeah, check up helps. on Cindy and make sure she's okay. Like, all that stuff, I feel like they do a good job of, like, kind of, I don't know, justifying why everyone would be there. Um, and I, I, I the other thing, too, is I really like the new cast members in this one as well. Um, you mm-hmm. know, I think I think Jerry O'Connell is really great. Uh, Timothy Elephant is awesome. Uh, Laurie Metcalf is incredible. Like, I feel like they did a really good job yeah. of just like as far as casting goes with this one as well because obviously with the first one like how do you top those iconic performances and here i feel like they did just as good of a job with the cast here um, for sure because like leave shriver's in this and he's awesome like i love
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't you fucking move <laughs>
0: right because the thing with and that's the other thing that i forgot to mention is that Leif shriver is only in the first screen for like five seconds and yet you know yeah, and they, this, one, they like, this. He's, Yeah exactly he's a like an actual character Here because he got like framed um, You know for five Billions too for murdering Cindy's mother he's
1: he's definitely a good Subplot because they talk Because he's trying to get famous from Right the thing because you know yeah,
3: He, he, he was wrongfully accused
1: And you know I don't I'm assuming he spent a couple of years in jail of Yeah like two, it, it would be one year Right yeah because Right they, that's a long yeah. fucking time right, was, exactly. for anybody, you know, so he wanted to profit off of it. That was kind of his whole, his angle, why he could have been the killer. Cause they're like, well, Sid, you know, I need that interview. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> he, good he money. Never, <laughs> he
0: never like, he, he always like makes the wrong kind of moves there where I'm like, all right, man, you're not selling your case and here. He is yeah.
1: trying at least like, he definitely doesn't try to force it, but he kind of, he wants it, but he's, and she's trying to be nice about it yeah yeah it's 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 a little creepy exactly
2: he gives Um, off the vibe the whole movie that he could be the killer he gives off like the vibe that billy gives off billy Loomis gives off in the first movie kind of just like that creepy long stare guy that's just saying kind of the wrong thing at the wrong time and like getting everyone to look at them Right. But this time he actually redeems himself in the end and turns out to be a hero rather than just the killer.
0: Yeah. And I think what they do with Jerry O'Connell's character is actually pretty impressive. Because yeah. As a sequel, because we saw the first one and mm-hmm. because, like, Cindy lived through the event, she immediately suspects, like, him. And as an audience, we're like, oh, wait, are they, like, they're not going to do this again. Are they? What? Oh, but they might, you know, because he goes in to confront Ghostface and gets, like, you mm-hmm. know, somehow cut and it misses yeah. every major vein and artery, all like Randy said. All and, you know, like... Mm-hmm. how convenient. Yeah. Right. And it... it, it I don't know. I, I I think it's clever how they use that against you where you're like, OK, are they going to do this again? Like what, what? What's the angle here? And they it like it's fun to guess like who it is, you know, and they do a good job of like making you flip between like, oh, OK, so he's off the list. Oh, wait. Oh, he's dead. You know, that sort of thing.
1: Even down to the final scene he's in when he's like, I needed a partner. Uh, it's Mickey. And then he's like, it was one of the film students. And he's like, I needed a partner. So I picked Derek. And then, like, yeah. he's yeah, trying to exactly. fuck with Derek the whole time. And Derek's like, no, it's not me. Like, like
2: right. fuck you. I'm going to fucking kill you. But at the you. same
1: time, he knows he can't argue. With, but, like, he knows he can't convince Sid either. Yeah. Though, because right. she's been through it before. Yeah. I want to talk about uh, Sid. Because she goes from super bitch in Scream to super duper bitch in Scream 2. That's true. Like, That's I love true. how she mm-hmm. has... She's not taking any of the shit no more. Like, she is not afraid she get and she gets more and more as like the by she gets, time she's she up to five, gets more bad like, yeah. she doesn't even really care anymore right. yeah my
2: my favorite Sid moment is right at the end when she's talking to Mickey and she slowly like she she this guy's got a gun to her face and is basically explaining how he's gonna kill her and she's just kind of reaches up and scratches her neck and then takes her necklace off and then like you're forgetting one thing about Billy Loomis and then Mickey kind of pulls back and it's like wait what and then it's like I fucking killed him and then yeah. swings with the necklace on him it's so
0: great you're like oh man this is awesome <laughs> um yeah so let's uh real quick before we get into the like the killer stuff I want to mention real quick so my biggest thing with this movie and it's a personal thing and I think you guys are going to agree here they fucking kill Randy and that, like, yeah. that hurts my soul. That hurts my soul. I know, I hate that. Because, like, I, my only thing is I feel like he's too smart to die in this movie. And I, I see why they did it. Like, it, it's a good move for them to do it. But I just don't like it because I like mm-hmm. Randy too much. He's um trying. it hurts. And he go like he he gets some good, like, you know, one-liners in there. You know, obviously when he's I, roasting uh <laughs> he's roasting
1: the fuck out of them. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. It's hilarious. Like the dialogue he has for that scene right before that he gets pulled into the van is hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> Stu was a homo repressed mama's boy. Billy,
0: <laughs> Billy Loomis, what the oh, fuck? fuck?
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, that should have been our cue to. No, it was who the other one was yeah exactly.
0: yeah exactly yeah we'll get into that in just a sec but um yeah. like i, I don't says... know it hurts that it hurts that he died but i mean i don't know like they, they find a way to bring him back in a sequel which is you know nice and fair but yeah it hurts the soul because you're like man randy like i love that guy because they, they kind of tease that he had like a crush on sid too um in the first two movies and you're like man i just wanted to succeed that's all i wanted <laughs> yeah but, like
2: come on my boy
0: Right. Exactly. Uh, And then the two other sequences that I actually think are really effective are there's a there's a scene where Ghostface is chasing Dewey and Gale in like this audio booth and the sound like completely drops Mm -hmm. out. And it just like it that's so effective in like just the most subtle way where it just makes everything really intense for a second, especially when, you know, Dewey's on one side of the mirror and Gale's on the other. And she's, like, trying to communicate to him, but he can't hear her. And, like, all that stuff's just
1: brilliant. They fucking fake you out. They do that again. every time
0: with Dewey. And I'm like, man, like, this well, they, guy's had
1: it rough. That yeah. was the closest he had come to dying at that point.
0: Probably. Out of the out of the few times that we've had, yeah, I think right. like that's probably the closest. Um, but, like, I don't know. I, I, I think that scene's really well done. And I think this is the best. This has the best scary, like, the best intense sequence of any of the screen movies is the car sequence. Where uh Cindy and her friend, I forget her name. It's, oh. it's like
1: uh is it her therapist or is no,
0: it's no that was like a roommate,
2: friend. it's her oh. roommate. Yeah. Oh but, her, okay,
1: it's just her roommate. I'm sorry, I was her name. but was I can't it remember Hallie? her name. Haley?
2: Yeah, that's it. I think I think Haley. it's Hallie.
1: Yeah, Hallie.
0: So she's in the car with Hallie and like being driven by the police, and the car crashes because the ghost face killer was like you know driving or whatever so it kills the cop and because they're in a police car the doors are locked so they have to climb through the window like through the like little window that leads into the front seats and climb over ghostface to get out the window and like or out the door of the car <sighs> and it's like so intense because ghostface is knocked out and obviously as an audience member you're screaming you're like take the mask off you know that sort of thing yeah but it's so like nerve-wracking where you're like oh my gosh like I don't know what's going to happen. I just think that's a really well done scary sequence.
2: That is. And then, uh, of course, how that scene ends. You know, Sydney finally does think, like, does hear that one audience member go, hey, take
0: the mask off. Right. Just from the echoes that,
2: of the heavens and then like then walks over gone. and then goes face is gone. And then stabs as him, right? always.
0: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't know. I just think that's such a good scene. Now, um, let's talk about the killer reveal here. Um, I think this is one of the best killer reveals in the series. Uh, because you have okay, so you've got Mickey, the Tarantino film student,
1: mm-hmm. uh, you know,
0: mm-hmm. Timothy Oliphant and yeah, that's fine right like you're like okay you know he's like a film student he's crazy he wants to kind of make he's inspired by the killings to like blame it on the movies and stuff like that because they have kind of that meta discussion of like you know
1: oh does, yeah it, it's violence insanity
0: right yeah like oh do the like, movies what? affect violence like okay like all right that's fine but then they reveal the fact that the uh, the person who was helping him out was billy loomis's mother <laughs> Played by Laurie Metcalf, who you never suspect the entire movie, because um, you
1: don't even think like that's who she's. Right. She's a you different don't
0: know name, that yeah. motive, which is brilliant. Because then once you realize, and that's the other thing too, they keep her and Sydney away from each other the whole movie. Yeah, because when Sydney sees mm-hmm. her, it's like, oh my goodness, Mrs. Loomis. And as an audience member, you're like, oh my god, okay, uh, like, uh, right, yeah.
2: And then, well, and the way they reveal it is like Gale, like Courtney Cox walks through the door right after mickey's like i told you i had a partner and she walks through the door and for a split second the first time viewer is like wait it's gail and then and then mrs loomis walks through holding the gun yeah genius
0: i mean like laurie metcalf is going for it here like she's she she's so great like she just really went to like dialing i got a little life happy i know yeah she she's like she's got that wild look in her eye the whole movie, like for that last like act and you're like oh my god like she's
3: yeah oh, no, no. uh,
0: yeah she's wild i don't know i love the killer reveal everywhere. it's so great like it, it's just such a fun and it makes sense off of the events of the first one too where you, you never like you never yeah i don't know you yeah, never she, suspect him. once it uh, explains you're like oh okay that makes sense she
1: even says it she's like just good old-fashioned revenge right like it's, that's that was her motive like it's just that, such yeah, a simple that's motive you're like do awesome. it
0: simple yeah
1: you exactly.
2: killed my son
0: right. And then is it does Sydney shooter
1: or is it cotton cotton? So, cotton, cotton. Uh, cotton uh cotton uh so oh no no no
2: cotton's like yeah, yeah, she was the... holding
1: the knife to Sydney's throat and she was was like to trying to plead with cotton like right. shoot her instead because she fucked your life over more. But Cotton does the right thing and shoots her.
2: Yeah, she. He's been. He's basically like Cotton has been picking at Sydney the whole movie. Like, hey, can we go on together with Diane Sawyer and do an interview to get me rich? Practically is what he's saying. Right. And then Cotton's like, hey, Sid, how about that Diane Sawyer interview? And then she just goes, consider it done. And then he just goes, OK, and then shoots Mrs. Loomis right in the neck.
0: Yeah, that was pretty great. Um, and then obviously they have that joke that they had in the first one and they knew it in all of them. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, make sure the killer's dead in the first one. Obviously, for some reason, Billy Lewis like springs back to life and they pop him, which is funny. And then this mm-hmm. one. They have their gun trained on Laurie Metcalf and Philip Oliphant just gets up and like... Blinks, <laughs> ah! and they... Yeah,
1: they both shoot him.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. Um, I think that's all oh, well and good. And then that leads me into my other slight problem with this movie... I hate the end credits music to this movie. Because like, all right, she's oh. walking, she's walking off, right? You know, the movie's over. And they're playing yeah. like this kind of like happy mu- music. And I'm it like, she suck. literally lost like almost everybody in this movie. Again. <laughs> right. Like, why are we playing happy music here? Um, but, you know, know.
2: That is a good point.
0: <laughs> it's a little annoying. But I don't know. Like, I feel like for the most part, as a horror sequel, this, like, it's up there. Yeah, it's good. Her yeah like it's a quality sequel and especially like the meta nature of it it's just really fun that scene between Dewey and uh and Randy like in that kind of cafe where they're going over like you know sequel movie rules and they're trying like point fingers on like who did it and who didn't like oh that stuff's fun yeah we
1: make a good point right (laughs) exactly Dewey's so beautiful
0: I love Dewey everybody loves Dewey um but yeah, I don't know. I just feel like they did a really good job, um, and they kind of just like Wes Craven stepped up to bat and he made a really good horror mm-hmm. It's like, man, where do you go from here?
2: How do you, how did he do on the third one?
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Well, we'll see. Uh,
0: any any else? Uh, uh, anything else? You what you guys want to add about Scream two?
2: Uh, I think I'm all I'm good.
0: good. So that leads us into uh, Scream three. This came out three years after Scream two, uh, two thousand. Wes Craven back. Um, you know, the original three returning, and as far as newscast members go, we got Patrick Dempsey, Scott Foley, Lance Henriksen, uh, Matt Kiesler, as well as a few other people, Emily Mortimer, Parker Posey, uh, you know, Leif Shriver for a second. Did Patrick you say Warburton. Patrick Warburton? Yeah. Yes, he's like the bodyguard or whatever, <laughs> he's awesome. I know, I love Patrick Bourbarton. This one, you know, here uh, we this go, time, they're in Hollywood, uh, and you know, this is on the set of Stab 3 is where the next killings are happening, where
1: the Ghostface Killer
0: is going after the actors playing the character. It's a really meta. (laughs) This one kind of goes a little overboard. This might be the
1: most meta one. Yeah. This one in
2: 5, I think. I'll just say it. All... I'll, I'll say it. This movie's a fucking mess. Like, let's just say it. Like,
0: right off the bat. It's... I think we can all
1: agree this is the weakest. Screen <laughs> this is the movie. worst one.
2: It, Why it, do you
0: think that is? It's
2: enjoyable. You know? It's okay. Well, first of all, the characters are terrible. About half of them.
0: Yeah, they don't have that same like, like energy. Ag- that... I
2: couldn't tell you their names, but I know who they're playing. Like the girl who is playing the girl playing Gale.
0: Yeah, Parker Pose.
2: I, li- I don't like her. I really? Don't like the- oh, I thought she stole yeah. the movie. Okay. I, I don't was- like her. I don't like I don't Sydney's like actress. actress. I don't like like Dewey's actor actor is goofy, but he dies way too quickly. It's
1: funny because he's he's like handsome, right? Like he's yeah. good looking. Yeah. And then like Gail looks at him, and he's like, That's who they picked for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's so good. Dewey's like Yeah, I mean, he looks just like me. Right. (laughs) I don't
0: don't know. I feel like, here's the thing. So, the first fact is is that this one did not have the screenwriter from the first two screen movies. Um, That's true. Ben Williamson. That's apparent, yeah. And he didn't write the third one. So, kind of right off the bat, you're like, okay. Like, we don't have a, you know, we don't have the screenwriter here. And I also think, like, this movie is just a little too goofy like i feel like it leans a little too hard on the goofier elements of screen movies and it's not all that mm. scary which is a little sad like it feels like more like this is probably the most screamy new out of all of them i feel like
1: you know it's interesting because they actually introduced like a really cool idea that i guess it wasn't it was new for the series that they could have the voice changer be like the voices of the other people. Yeah, I thought that. Was and fuck with people like that. And I thought that it's weird cuz every time I I like think about this movie I'm like, "Oh god, that movie's terrible." And then I watch it and I always think it's a little bit better than I think it is. It's fine. but it never resonates with me. Like it, it, yeah. after about a month I'm like, "Oh, that movie sucks again." Yeah,
2: you get when you, you think know, about it. It
1: wears off, I guess.
2: Every time I try to think of this movie from, like, start to finish, I'm like, okay, so this happens here. Like, so Cotton Weary dies at the very beginning. He's, like, our first act, like, heartbreak. Right. But then, like, after I think, like, that happens, and then I'm just like, okay what the hell happens afterwards like the like this is happening they're making stab three and then sydney's having hallucinations of her mom with like a bloody hand on yeah the i window. don't like that like, either so like it just weird. it is kind of all over the place
0: yeah i agree um the thing that uh, I, like it's not I, I i wouldn't call this a bad movie i'm just like And even as far as, like, horror movie sequels go, like, if we ranked all horror movie sequels, this would be higher than a lot of them. I I,
2: I always say this is better. This is better than, like, like, about 90% of the Halloween sequels.
0: Yeah, it's just, like, it's not... I Don't know it, it's just weak for a screen movie, it's just nowhere near as good as the first two. No, um, absolutely not. and I, I don't know, like there's still some fun moments to be had. I actually think the cameo game in this one's quite strong. Oh Carrie
1: Fisher. Carrie Kevin, what are you so doing? Kevin here?
2: Smith is in yeah, it yeah, at Kevin, one point.
0: James, James yeah, they got about... Jane Silent Bob. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I I, I I like I like the cameos in this fine. Um, I don't know. I I and like even like you were saying, like the voice changer thing, like that that's a cool trick that they have for Space. But I feel like a lot of the movie relies on kind of, I don't know, it, the other thing that just doesn't help, and I, I feel like we're jumping the gun here, but I feel like it has to be mentioned. I don't love the killer reveal in this movie all that much. Um, and I think uh, it actually like makes the movie weaker.
2: Yeah, like once you, the, this movie kind of sticks out like a sore thumb for being normal because yeah. it has one killer. it's it's actually the the only film in the franchise where there's just one lone killer kind of pulling all of the strings. The but way, what oh, what they did was they tried to to link it back to the other movies. They tried to make this killer like the 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 guy that gave Billy Loomis his push to start yeah, killing. it, it, it start kind of reminded me of like Specter. Where like yeah, he tried- where I
0: felt like, it was me, James, the author oh, of oh, all your pain. And I'm like, fuck off. Oh, <laughs> like I they hate just that. like
2: I think Wes Craven might have been trying to go for like the third movie of a trilogy type thing because you know, we mentioned Randy has a cameo in this movie. I
0: actually like and- that scene a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, that's, that's a great
2: scene because like, like his sister meets up with them and shows the videotape, and he's like saying all of this stuff about a trilogy, and he's talking about rules i don't remember all of them i just remember ones like he's like and three the past will come back to bite you in the ass and then then they then that does happen you yeah know, roman comes back and the past bites her in the ass
0: so this one's kind of more like the meta angle i mean obviously aside from like the hollywood stuff it's more focused on like trilogies you know and how like you end a trilogy yeah. and mm-hmm. i don't know like it just doesn't really it-
1: Here's the problem. It, he's not an interesting side character to begin with. Like, I feel like he's not even in it that much for one thing. I don't Roman. Yeah, that. he's not. Yeah,
2: so yeah, it's the director it's of like, well, three. I guess it could be him
1: and yeah, then
0: it, it's not like a, a surprising when it happens. Right. You're like, oh, okay. And then, and then, then it's like, do, oh, I'm your brother. And I'm like, oh, they, no, they do the
1: fake out where mm-hmm. they, you think he's dead and then he's not. And it's like, okay, that's a cheap shot. Great, cool. You know, You know, this actually, congratulations. This
0: did kind of remind me of uh, bad times at the El Royale a little bit with like the two way mirrors and stuff like that that they were bringing in in the finale. I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay, I actually
1: liked that. That was fun. Yeah, like
0: there's some interesting gimmicks going on here. I will say, this probably has my least favorite. Um, like scary sequence in the movie with the whole oh, like, not good blowing up the house. Like, I really don't like Yeah, it. what yeah, is that? that this is a scream ridiculous.
1: movie, not that's Die Hard, ridiculous. right?
0: It felt too is, ridiculous. That was ridiculous. Like, ridiculous. I don't know if I believe that.
2: Um, yeah, I
1: totally forgot about it too. And then they yeah. don't
2: mention it the rest of the movie. Like, you guys just if you blow up a house in Hollywood Hills, there's gonna be a lot more than that.
0: Right, yeah, I felt like there was just kind of a muted reaction to it, and nobody was like, Hey, a house just blew up. Like, yeah, <laughs> come on, guys. Um, I don't know, like, eh. and the, the other thing, too, that I find actually kind of interesting, um, you know, the uh, the elephant in the room, as it were, uh, you know, the the scariest part of all these movies, uh, is the the Harvey Weinstein credit that's on like Purdue oh, God. for like the first four, and there's actually like some really like me too like hashtag me too like commentary going on in this movie about like how like you know like the the hollywood system's kind of screwed and like how you know in order to get ahead like actresses will sleep with directors with her mom right yeah like there's kind of an interesting commentary going on there but i don't Mm -hmm. know it's just
1: too much of a mess for anything to like yeah Yeah, just shows how much their heart was in it with harvey weinstein
0: right yeah exactly um but I don't like. Uh, I don't know. Um, I, and the other thing too, the other idea that I find kind of interesting is the fact that like there's that set piece where Sydney uh, like is on the set of like her old house, you know, and she kind of has to like navigate yeah. through that. Like that's interesting in concept. I like. I, don't
2: know. I like when she's in the chase in that house, and since it's her old house, she's running through it, and like she uses like the lock from the first right, movie like yeah. at the doors mm. but since you can tell by just how the killer's maneuvering like oh this must be like either the set designer or the freaking director of the movie because he clearly knows this set very right yeah well. who
3: else would know that
0: like
2: sort of thing? yeah it, there's a there's a few times in that sequence where like the killer gets up looks at where sydney is and immediately snaps his vision to a path that's not facing sydney but then sprints towards it and then pops up right where sydney is
0: right right exactly if you pay
2: close attention
1: i have a question for both of you yeah you, okay so there's a line in the movie it's something like uh a sense of, it was about how gail was the next person to die in the mo- in the stab movie like yeah. her character do you think they should have i think they should have killed one of them in this movie to cap off the trilogy because it's supposed to be the last one because they tease it like it should happen but then they're like you know what fuck it oh yeah i think they should have killed gail in this one i think actually though i think she's really good in four
3: right
1: but i think they should have killed her in this one yeah because don't don't tease us and then not go through with it right it's another complaint i'll have with five down line
0: yeah so i like I don't know I think Parker Posey like I know Ben you're not big on her I think she kind of steals the movie she plays like the actress who's playing Gail and there's I don't know I find the dynamic between those two really funny but
2: it is funny but I just funny, yeah. feel like she's just like kind of like I feel like she's on five cups of coffee in every scene she's sure in. yeah she's like, really overplaying. it. like slow down is, yeah like kind of my thing with her
0: right but i don't know this all kind of culminates in like you know they're uh, a haunted house and a scooby-doo movie um you know where uh oh everyone's in different rooms and here's the ghost face too. like i don't know and none of that stuff really scares me and then it's like oh it's roman and he's your brother yeah, and I'm like, none of the uh, kills
1: are really that creative either
0: yeah that's the thing it kind of feels neuter for
1: a screen movie too we're yeah.
0: sure. talking about like how with too like it's a lot more like you know it's a lot more violent i feel like than the first one um at least they up the game as far as the core factor goes and
1: this one it kind of feels like pc 13 in a way mm-hmm. yeah i mean if it weren't for like the language and stuff like they that. try to up the scale i guess with the like house bombing but there's a problem like it's so it's a totally different thing to have just a building blow up versus seeing somebody fucking explode themselves yeah or, right. or just getting like there needs to be blood everywhere it's not like we see is carcass burning or something crazy like that we see that in Star Wars but we don't see it in this movie you right know? right
0: I will say I didn't I, I do like uh, Patrick Dempsey's character um he's kind of like the kind of police officer
1: in LA I this, is, like an- this is another thing I want to talk about I think it would be interesting and I think they should have done this in five yeah like specifically but this one they could have done it too with Dempsey um make one of the killers a cop. Yeah, we haven't seen like that. we, oh, we yeah. haven't seen it when like think about it. They can tamper with evidence and basically it. make it so you'd have no idea who it is. Pretty much the whole time, right? Because they'd always be first on the scene or some shit like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm for that. That'd be interesting um yeah because they do kind of heavily lean that like oh maybe it's Kincaid and obviously like I feel like they push it a little too hard for you to like actually believe it um but I don't know I think Patrick Dempsey is just charming and I'm like oh he's you know he's fun uh but I don't know like I I don't know I just feel like Scream 3 it's just like weaker like there's just not a lot to talk about with it yeah it's
2: the most forgettable
0: Yeah, it's just like, it's kind of just a swing in the midst, where it's like, you watch it and you're like, oh, okay. Like, it's fun in the moment, I guess. Like, it's an entertaining enough movie, but like, after, I just retain nothing from it. Like, even talking about it right now, I'm like, struggling to come up with things to say about it. What happened? Right. Yeah, exactly. But, I don't know, like, whatever. They they let it lie for a bit, but then they brought us back uh, with Scream 4. Uh, now this came out in 2011, 11 years after uh Scream 3. Wes Craven is back. Uh, the is original it, three okay, are back, let's do four right. We're bringing it back. Uh, and this one, the new players we got Emma Roberts, Kane Patonier, Anthony Anderson, Adam Brody, Rory Colkin, Mary McDonald, Marley Shelton, and then just a whole bunch of cameos Allison Bree, Anna Pacquin, Christian Bell, yeah. Lucy Hale, Britt Robertson. Oh my god, what a cast! Is this the most meta opening of the series? I feel like this, to... this
1: might be my favorite opening. This,
2: this opening person. is funny. Yeah, like they,
0: they th- keep going through stab movies. In I think
2: opening. Wes Craven's idea here was like, hey, we've been away for a while. And since like we kind of had this like, you know, they had one. They were doing stab one and scream two. And then they were already on stab three and scream three. So, by Scream Four, we got to have like a huge jump in stab movies. So, he gave us like a nice little catch up.
1: Shut up right. watch the fucking movie. Yeah. So,
2: it's basically what is it? Yeah. It's a double fake out right, right. at the double beginning. Fake out,
0: yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm they sure. have like a scene going and there's a killer and then it's like, oh, stab three four or whatever. And then they do another. It's like, oh, stab seven, you know, that sort of thing. It's like, yeah. that's fun. You know, it keeps you, it keeps you kind of locked in from moment one. <laughs> They do a good job with that. And especially just the cameo game in that is so strong. You're like, is that Kristen Bell? Like, what's going on here? Like, yeah. <laughs> um, so that way, when it actually happens, you're like, oh, shit. You know, now we're talking. Um, so this one, uh, this one, actually, we're back in Woodsboro. And Sydney is now, like, you know, the author of, like, this self-help book. And she returns on to Woodsboro for, like, the last time of a tour. Um where now it's like the anniversary of the original Woodsboro murders and it's going after, um, you know, is it her niece? Is that what it is? It's
2: her cousin. Her cousin.
0: cousin. Okay. Yeah. He right. played
2: by Miss Emma Roberts.
0: Yeah, yeah. Her cousin Jill played by Emma Roberts and they kind of set uh, Jill up to be kind of the next Cindy Prescott. Cause this one is dealing with kind of the more grittier reboots that uh, you know, we're kind of happening with this time with, like, you know, the uh, Halloween with, oh, God, what's it? Texas
2: Chainsaw and, like, Nightmare right, Texas on Texas Chainsaw, on
0: Friday the 13th, like, these really kind of gritty reboots. And I actually think the commentary that they do on this is quite fun. Um, and there's some really subtle, like, director changes that they do with this as well. Like, this movie is so, like, over-lit and, like, very dark, just like those kind of... Uh, yeah you know movies were it looks like a music video for a lot of the time and actually, yeah. i actually I, I find that really funny and i actually like that touch a lot
1: i think this is i love that that we're talking about the tropes but this is one where they like actually like super address it because yeah so the first one is like the first one the second one's the sequel the right. third one's the end of the trilogy and then the fourth is the reboot right like yeah that was the trend going like halloween and yeah we're we're talking about all those. And then the next one is that requal like slash mm-hmm. thing. Right. Exactly they're doing too. I love how the yeah. I love the the nerd. We bring back the film nerds again. Yeah. With Kirby, the, the...
0: All right, Kirby's one of my favorite characters. I fucking
1: love Kirby. She's she's awesome. great.
0: Payne Panier was so Wonderful. like charming in that movie. Um you know, I don't know, all her clips are just brilliant and, I don't know, like, and I, I, that's the thing, I, I actually think they did a good job with the cast in this movie, you know, we were talking about Scream 3 and how, you know, you can't really remember a lot of characters, like, you know, they did a good job, kind of, yeah, having likable characters in this You can't movie. have
1: Macaulay, you can't have Kieran, just get the third best one.
0: Right, you got Rory, um, uh-huh. Rory, you know, you got him, you got Kirby, uh, you know, the, Robbie. The Right, Rami, you got the the yeah, kind I mean, of the I new com Shuni or whatever. Like, oh, you you got some. You got I don't know. I feel like they did a good job <laughs> making them likable. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I, I I feel like this one is probably oh, shoot. This is hard. Is this the most violent of the series?
2: I think by far.
0: Um, I think this uh, is the most. This
2: violent. one has like sausage guts in it.
1: Yeah. Like I mean,
2: this one goes far.
1: <laughs> This is the new one, really. Like both of them are pretty gory. Yeah. yeah. Well, like
0: Anthony Anderson gets like stabbed in the yeah. head, and like, yeah, like bleeding down. And, and like, I
1: it. think
2: of like at the end, like one of the killers is like running into a wall with the knife up right. against the shoulder, and then like jumping into glass tables.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's that is tough. wild. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I I, I the other thing that I appreciate, I and mean, it's kind of like we were talking about with Scream Two, and I feel like this also. Like justifies why characters are here Really well because like I don't know With Scream 3 it felt like Sydney wasn't In the action a lot because she's Kind of like mm-hmm. doing her own thing For most she's of it She's kind of just
2: at the precinct for like half yeah. the movie yeah, she's
0: at her precinct and she's at her house And it's like alright yeah. But here like you know there's a reason for her to be there What with it being like a book tour And the anniversary like okay It makes sense that she's here it makes sense that she's staying with her cousin Like all that stuff I feel like they integrate that really well which I appreciate. Um, and I don't know, like the, the whole like film club aspect's really fun. Uh, you know, the fact that Gail Weathers kind of teams up with the two kind of leaders of the film club. Like I like that a lot. I feel like mm-hmm. that's a pretty amusing dynamic. Um, and the other fun, like the, the cool setup with the kills in this that I thought I liked a lot was at the party where she's setting up like the cameras to kind of like see if she can catch like the yeah. Ghostface killer. And the Ghostface killer is already on that. He's turning uh-huh. them away and they kind of say, like, hey, this ghost face wants to kind of record. Recreate
2: it. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: yeah. Which like that's clever. Like, we haven't really gotten that sort of thing. Um, as far as a motivation goes for a ghost face, which is kind of cool. Like, I, I feel like that's justified really well. Let's see. Are, are there any other sequences before? Like, I I right now I just want to talk about the killers, but I'm trying to think if there's anything else.
2: Oh, Robbie's death. I like how they take like he he puts he's super drunk and the the trope with this character is that he vlogs his whole life and wears like a gamer headset with a webcam on it. But he's so drunk and then walks into one of those hanging like flower baskets and knocks the (laughs) headset off, puts it on backwards and is kind of unawaringly walking around backwards for about 10 minutes. Yeah, But then he, I like when he he flips the the camera back around and then realizes, it. And he's like, OK, I got it forward. And you just see Ghostface on his phone. And he's like, what the hell? And then pulls his phone and then you know lowers his phone and then gets stabbed. Right. And then do you remember what he <laughs> <Yeah>. says? <laughs> so, you know, it goes to like the rules. He gets stabbed. He's about to get stabbed. And then he, he like stops Ghostface. He's like, wait, 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 wait. wait. I'm gay, and then Ghostface <laughs> kind of like stutters there, just like, What the fuck? Like, I don't care. And then,
1: does that make it better?
0: He's like, That helps, right? And then just gets stabbed. Yeah, like that's, that's 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 the good stuff, right there. Um, Yeah, I like that a lot. I actually like uh, Kirby's scene where she's trying to save Rory Culkin's character, because the Ghostface Killer calls her, and it's like, name the horror remake, and she just Mm -hmm. goes off, like, naming like every single horror remake, and it's hysterical. Um, Yeah. And obviously, you know, she gets stabbed uh, by Rory Culkin, and you're like, oh, shit. Mm -hmm. Um, And I do like the the scene before that with uh, Kirby. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like she just gets like a lot of the great quips in the movie. Um, the scene that always makes me laugh is when kind of the boyfriend of Jill is kind of, you know, kind of hanging around. I don't really know why he's doing what he's, he's doing. He's just, he just kind of there to be the a Mr.
1: Weinstein uh, vibe.
0: Right, but he's just kind of there, uh, you know, at this house where all the kids are hanging out. And at one point, she's kind of, he's kind of just sitting there complaining about the movie. She's like, who the fuck invited you? Like, why are you <laughs> um Which is great. But, okay, so this, this has, in my opinion, a great reveal, because... Uh, oh, yeah, this
2: one's really good, I Rory think.
0: Rory Culkin uh, is revealed as one of the killers, and it's like, oh, okay, like, all right, so he wanted to film all the murders and take credit for it. You're like, okay, all right, but there's a catch here. Like, what 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 else does that play? And then it's revealed that Jill is actually one of the girls. That's,
2: uh, that's the slapper for me. That and one, I
0: really, really like that. The I first time I
2: saw that i i did not expect that at all i was blindsided i
0: didn't see it coming like i the whole time i'm like oh she's you know she what the yeah i was like she's yeah the she's, new she's isn't right. she the
2: new protagonist that's supposed to be running away from that mask
0: right exactly uh so i just found that really refreshing and then they go a step further with that with like we just figure out that Jill's like a complete psychopath with the way yeah. she's like, because the motive here is actually pretty different where she wants to become the next Sydney, where yeah. all of this is kind of just a ruse to frame Rory Colgan as a girl's face killer. And now she'll be able to get like social media attention. and become sure, Yeah, the she wants topic. the fame. That's her, Yeah, that's which that's we her haven't gotten plot. that. Like, that's fascinating um and it just gets to this really like fucked up sequence where she's like you know like we were saying earlier she stabs herself like in the you know shoulder like she's running into a glass you know painting she's
1: she goes all the the way
0: yeah it's brutal and you're like oh my god and it kind
2: of this movie kind of breaks tradition Because normally, like, the tradition at this point was, like, the killer would take their mask off, talk for, like, way too long, long enough for Sydney to figure out what to do, and then Sydney would do what she does to get out of it. But this time, like, she gets stabbed in the gut, and then the killer wins for a minute. Like, Emma Roberts gets famous, gets brought to a hospital, and I really like the scene when Dewey tells her, That Sid's holding on, like it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be good news to Jill, but you can see that. Like Emma Roberts actually does a great job. She's really good
0: in this movie. She is
2: supposed to
0: act happy, but she's just like fuck, 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 fuck. You know. Right, yeah, this goes further than, like, your average screen movie, like you were saying, because, like, she kind of stabbed Cindy, and you're like, oh, my God, like, hopefully Cindy will get up and be okay, and it's just, like, cuts away to the hospital, and you're like, oh, my God, did she, like, actually win? Like, what's going on here? And then they reveal that, which is brilliant, Mm -hmm. and then Dewey and Gail figure it out when Gail's like, wait a minute, you know, how'd she know that I I got stabbed in the the shoulder? shoulder? Right, you're like, okay, all right. Um, which leads to, like, maybe just one of the best kills in the movie, where, uh, <laughs> she's got the gun trained on, uh, Gale Weathers, and Cindy's coming up behind her with the defibrillator thing, she's like, yeah, one word, what is it, clear, <laughs> you know, it's like, fucking, yeah.
1: fucking awesome,
0: brilliant, brilliant stuff there, maybe the most badass screen ending, so like, oh man, they're killing it, yeah, um, that might, but- might be the best, I just feel like that third act just really like it's good up until then. When the killer reveal I feel like elevates the movie, just like when the Yeah,
2: that whole third act in that house is really intense. Yeah. Like when they they go climbing out on the roof and everything, and then like Sydney falls off the roof. Right,
0: exactly. Like
2: we mentioned earlier, the cop getting stabbed in the head in his last word. I, I almost would like that character was such a gook. Like he was so goofy the entire movie. Like I almost wonder if like his character played like my last words are gonna be fuck Bruce Willis, and then he like right before he drops <laughs> he just rude. goes fuck Bruce Willis. Like I don't get that, but I think they were talking about it earlier. Actually, yeah, so they gonna, mentioned it. I'm earlier. gonna scratch that, but it's
0: pretty yeah. really funny. Yeah, I don't know. I love Scream Four. I think it's uh, some for some reason some people aren't on the Scream Four train. I think I don't those know people why. are idiots i really like it i think uh, the meta you know, nature is fun i think the killer reveals really good like it's
2: like the h20 if we had to compare it to halloween yeah
0: pretty much yeah. and i mean you know after like the kind of exhausting experience of scream 3 like this just felt like fresh. You're like oh thank goodness they got it back
1: it feels like it's it's more uh quickly paced too yeah uh it's one of the faster ones for sure yeah, yeah
0: but i like I, I also appreciate that the movie ends in kind of a different way where it ends with them talking about like Jill where it's like oh you know famed survivor Jill you know, yeah, yeah or she got famous anyway Right, yeah, it's kind of like a double-edged sword For the sword wrong reason. Yeah. Right. I, I just found that kind of interesting Um, A good way to end a Scream movie on But I don't know, I think Scream 4 is underrated As far as a horror movie goes And I feel like a lot more people need to appreciate it Because it's fun mm-hmm. they good yeah, job Lemon
1: it. squares taste like shit <laughs> How do you guys feel about uh, What's her name, Judy? The the detective cop? Hicks oh, Judy? Is that her name? She yeah. definitely was trying to fuck Dewey. And she even says, She's like, Eating my lemon squares isn't cheating on your wife. Like, bitch, you know what you're doing. You better uh-huh. stop this right now. You're trying to break up this beautiful marriage. And Gail, Gail sees right through her bullshit. It's yeah. a, right. This this is one of Courtney's best Gale. I think yes, two yeah, she's and no four, bullshit the whole time. Two and yeah. four, I think, are her best Gale performances. Yeah.
0: I agree. Yeah, she's, she's on fire in the in that movie. Um yeah, this might
2: I, be my favorite Dewey performance, too.
1: I do like how he's finally sheriff.
2: Yeah, yeah that's exactly. why. I like seeing him as sheriff. I think that might be my thing.
1: Yeah, it's a good
0: logical step for him where you're like, oh, okay. You know, that makes sense. So that takes us into the modern day. Uh, so this one. Uh, scream,
2: right. for- scream the force away. Or, or just scream.
0: Yeah, it's called scream, scream which kind of sucks. but Yeah. For the it's sake terrible. of for the sake of argument, we're gonna call it Scream Five. Scream Five, or okay.
2: 5, Scream. Scream Five, or, or Scream right. the Force Awakens, or like you know,
1: or just the yeah, Force Awakens. You oh, know, it's like, I, I, this I movie
2: okay. gives me mad Force Awakens vibes because oh,
1: it's a requel, right? Yeah. So,
0: so this one, yeah, uh, you know, like we were saying, uh, this one, the meta angle is kind of focused on the requel. What with movies like you know, Halloween. Uh, the 2018 Halloween, uh, Candyman, you know, Star Wars and Force Awakens create like kind of these legacy sequels that, you know, have new characters and bring back the legacy characters to interact with them. So the protagonist for this one is actually not Sydney, which is interesting because I didn't know that going in. I thought Sydney was going to be the main that. character Fucking as well.
1: Barely
0: in it. I know. Um, so this one has, uh, Melissa Barrera. Barrera. We can yeah. call her Ray. From In the Heights. Uh, Sam. Jenna Ortega, Jack Quaid, uh, Mickey Madison, Jasmine Savoy Brown, Billy Minette Mason Gooding, Sonia uh, Amar, as well as a lot of other people. Um, so, yeah, I think right off the bat, um, you know, this is also an 11-year gap between uh, Spring 4 and Spring mm-hmm. 5.
2: Holy and crap.
0: this is the first free movie to not have Wes Craven in the director's chair. Um, yes. Instead, this is directed by Matt Olfen and Tyler Gillett. Um, these are the guys who did the uh, horror comedy film Ready or Not back in 2019, yes. which is mm-hmm. really good, really fun movie. And I think, I actually think they did a good job uh, as, like, stepping up to the plate I'm doing a scream movie because I never felt like they were trying to outdo Wes Craven in this. You know? No,
2: I didn't. I didn't think this movie would ever happen because Wes Craven passed. Like I was always like, if you told me this movie came out like five years ago, I would have lost it. But then Wes Craven passed, and then I would have told you like, oh, that's impossible. Wes Craven's dead,
0: right? But here
2: we are talking about it like it happened, right? Like we have Scream Five now.
0: Thank God. Um, so, what were you guys' general reactions to Scream Five? Did you guys enjoy it?
2: I did. Yes.
0: Like, like
2: it was, it was actually very surprising. Like there were things about it that I didn't expect to be different. Well, first, I'll just start off by saying this is the only Scream movie where I've guessed both killers.
0: Oh, really? Okay. Like and I, got, I remember I the,
2: the girl. I remember okay. all of my first viewings of all of the Scream movies they're just special movies to me I right. I was a little older when I watched them and like all of them like even Scream 4 like I got one I got um the Culkin but yeah. I, Emma Roberts threw me for a loop you know right. but this movie like I had the first like I had them both we will when we get into it I'll discuss in more detail but like that didn't take me out of the movie. It was just like, ah, oh, I've watched Scream so much. I'm a season you know I'm a seasoned yeah. Scream watcher. This this right. movie's getting Nobody it right. I think the fact that I guess the killers means that the, these movies are getting it. This movie's getting it right because it's following like the Scream tropes well.
0: Yeah. I thought this was great. I was just so like I was so happy watching this. I'm like, "Man, yeah, right?" Like, it's so nice to have a Scream.
2: hearing movie. hearing that voice in a movie theater. Like hearing that, like over the phone, like the hello, Sydney. That's right. Oh, here we go.
1: It has that 2018 Halloween vibe. Right. Yeah. You're like, you're like, "Yes, it's nice to have another sequel that doesn't suck." Right. And I I, I love this cast. The yeah, ensemble. I thought the cast mm. was all like they delightful. They're all so interesting and fun characters. Yeah. I thought they did I a really, really good job. I really like Randy's uh, niece and nephew. Oh, yeah, not They're I
0: thought fucking, they were, I thought yeah, great. like the
1: twins. Yeah, I thought yeah. they were great.
2: Randy's when you like like literally look at Randy's niece, she's Randy's replacement. Yeah, they are they are the rich. This is like why I call this movie Force Awakens because like you've got the characters that you can kind of draw parallels to like like if you compare compare to like the original characters like from Star Wars, you can draw parallels with like the new cast, like the new trio. Yeah, but then Um, you got the legacy characters coming in, and then they. Decide to shatter your heart with the legacy characters coming in, Possibly, right?
0: Many of them. Um. Yeah. So right off the bat, this actually does something that we haven't seen in a scream movie before. Um. You know, we have like the famous opening sequence, you know, with uh, General Ortega oh, on the phone. Uh, I was going to mention this killer. earlier,
2: but and she to. actually
0: like the big one of the biggest surprises in the movie. She doesn't die from the Ghostface. Yes. Killer, Do you think? Is- crazy
2: that's because of the killer's identity is why she was like bedridden
0: well no that was the reason like she was injured so that they could bring back uh sam
2: oh that, okay that's right so uh, that's right yeah because yeah, you got like I've only, i saw this a couple days ago i've only seen it once
0: right yeah so yeah fun uh, fact i had covid oh uh, yeah hey at a point but you're, you're better now which i got fun. out of it a boy. Hey, look at us. We're all survivors. It went through um, my whole house. And I was sorry you're not
2: listening to this a week earlier, but... <laughs> it's
0: boosted. all good. The it coronavirus the is a thing. It makes the, it makes the way better. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so uh, Melissa Pereira's car- character, Sam, is kind of the main character in this movie. Um, you know, because her sister was the one attacked by Ghostface, that kind of brings her back to Woodsboro. And... Uh, the twist about her character that I found I, I don't know how this makes sense in the lore of the universe, but it is revealed that she is the daughter, uh, like kind of the illegitimate daughter of Billy Loomis. Um, which I mean have you ever I don't read know. the Cur- yeah. Have you read
2: Harry Potter and the Cursed Child? Yes, I have. Yeah, anywho, like just on that note, but I think what they're trying to kind of do here is like kind of just say, like, Billy was dating. I don't know how long Billy and Sydney were together in that. Yeah, in that I don't know time. the time like I
0: But I, I think it's interesting. Try- it's like I, I think I'm, they're I'm okay trying
2: to say, like, Billy was... Like a hound, and went off and just slept with other women while dating Sydney, and got another girl pregnant. Yeah, that doesn't exactly surprise me. I don't
1: have a problem with it until the ending, which I will talk about when we get to the ending. Yeah, like
2: yeah. that was. It was really weird because, like, you did, you see his face throughout the movie, and like you can tell it's him. Yeah, they bring back. But uh, it's, it it looks. Yeah, they bring him back. It it doesn't look like, like a lot like him, like well, yeah, just they, looking they, at him.
0: like they, know, I was thinking, right? Right. No, I was confused as well. I was like, like you can definitely,
2: you can definitely tell it's him. Like immediately I was like, oh, that's Billy Loomis. What's right. he, because for the first time you see him, you don't know the, the reveal that she's related to him. So when yeah. you see him, you're kind of like, what the hell is he doing here?
0: Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm okay with how they did it. I mean, it's a little silly, but I, I like all. Oh, yeah. I, 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 there's there's dumb. Yeah,
1: things it has to be a little bit right. Dumb shit like that.
0: Um, but you know, obviously, this kind of plays into question of you know, uh oh, Ghostface is back. Um, and weirdly enough, this is kind of like David Arquette's movie. For a lot of it, more than Nev Campbell and Courtney Cox, because they for really sure. mm-hmm. like they end. really only show up for the third act, um, which is fine. Like I, I don't necessarily have a problem with that. But David Arquette, I feel like he really like this might be his best performance that we see from him um, in the series. Like he really just goes all out he for him.
2: Does um, he does give it his all?
0: Yeah, which is sad because, and this is a uh, you know huge spoiler alert if you haven't seen the movie, but. Uh, they actually kill off Dewey, which I was like screaming in the theater when that mm-hmm.
3: happened
0: because mm-hmm. I, 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 fucking love Dewey and my boy, he didn't deserve it. So I'm like, oh man, why they gotta do that?
2: They like, I gotta give him credit. I like how, how like, like when he, when I realized he was dying, I was like, this, they, this ghost face has to say something to him. And then, like, ghost face literally says, it's. To- an honor and then right. rips the knives out of him. It's yeah. just, it, it hurts.
0: It does a good job. At, at least it does a good job of like setting the stakes even higher to yeah. like take this ghost face as a threat. Cause it, like, with the beginning, you start thinking, like, oh, this ghost face killer is kind of sloppy. But then they kill off through me and you're like, oh
3: shit, mm-hmm. like,
0: wow, they are not playing around. And even yeah. with. The murder, uh, you know, he goes after the Ghostface killer kills um Dylan manette's character and they like stab him through the throat, oh, which is like yeah. one of the most gnarliest kills we've seen in a screen yeah. movie. And
2: that's like how pe- the type of knife that guy had, that's how you stab people with those knives. So I think that's what Ghostface was doing. Like, hey, bitch, like, Why you know, you know that. I've watched a lot, like that's just like if you watch movies, just people listen, if there's another ghost face killer that
0: no. pops up, it's Ben. Or kick Hazel, ass too.
1: In. Why am I here next to him then?
0: I know. Yeah, you're going down. Remember,
2: remember fucking,
1: the shut up and do the fucking box. Remember
2: Javier's right? death than kick ass two? Same oh, type shit. of knife. That's that's what I was thinking of.
0: There you go. Quick jab. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like I I I I the Dewey thing hurts, but I like I I, res- I respect the decision and they give them a good send off too. like it, it, it's a very emotional moment um, that happens with that. And like that's the other weird thing that we haven't mentioned is that uh, Courtney Cox and David Arquette were actually like in a relationship during most of these movies and they actually got a divorce after Scream 4. So the fact that they're able to bring them back and have this kind of incorporate that into the story with how they're not together really anymore. And then doing dives, it's like, Oh man, they're really like, am I feeling like genuine emotion in a scream movie? Like what's going on?
2: One thing that I don't know if this has ever bothered either of you about this whole franchise, like other than four, they start every movie arguing.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah.
2: Every movie, like they kind of, but they kind of restart their arc every time. Like, they start off, like, arguing at each other's throats, and by the end, they're kissing. And then Scream 2, it's revealed they dated and then, like, had a nasty breakup, but then they hash it out, and then at the end, they're kissing. Scream 3, the same thing happens. They had a nasty breakup, and then they're not, or they had a nasty breakup because Gale had to move out. And then here they are, not talking. And then this new Scream 5 literally the exact same thing her job separates them again and they're not talking again but it
1: was interesting though because he's the one that left her yeah that's yeah. true when, when that they were having true. that conversation I leaned over to my sister and I go he's gonna die and yeah I was like at that point I was like "I don't thought... have these conversations yeah, without yeah it dying. was going but through like... my head I'm like I think they're gonna kill
0: him off I don't know if my life really is going go. and when they do it I'm like fuck
2: but I don't know if that's just me. That's always just aggravated me. They always, they always kind of have like reset their arc in a way every sure. movie, except for four, because four they're just they're a married couple in four, so right, right. I, I mean they're they just have... they're just arguing like a married couple in that movie. It's funny.
1: But they have Hicks as the like person who's kind of screwing with them a little bit. Oh, yeah. Right. So. And then they bring her back in this one. It's yeah, I,
0: I was I was actually pleasantly surprised that they brought her back. I, I Yeah, that,
1: that was like, a surprise. A now, kind of, he just lives in a trailer. Yeah, it's like, I was like, man, you, what are you doing? They yeah. kind of did.
2: They did the thing that I always give Cobra Kai credit for. They had a really good job like using all of their characters to connect everybody because like Hicks's son was one of the kids in the group. Right, I, I really liked how they did yeah. that, and there was another. And then, like Randy, Randy's sister, like we mentioned earlier from Scream Three, yeah, has, she actually comes back. Yeah, has right. twins, and they're two of the like they're basically like one of them's Randy's replacement, and the other one's like Dewey's replacement.
0: Right, exactly. Um, yeah, I, I I I thought it was pretty interesting, and especially uh how they take on like how they start, you know, when the twins start talking about like legacy sequels and like the recool and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, they bring up the fact that Stab 8 in this universe was directed by Ryan Johnson. Which yeah. Fucking <laughs> yeah. incredible. I love that so much.
2: that, that maybe they they called him the knives
0: out guy. And yeah, I that was out loud. fantastic. I love that so much robert if
1: rodriguez I'm, did the first one
0: yeah exactly and now they got right i love that I love that. um yeah fucking amazing um but th- yeah i don't know i just thought I, I i found it it was interesting and obviously you know because of our ages like it was so odd hearing them talking about like horror movies that we've just seen you know they're yeah, talking about like, like jordan peele and like hereditary and they the said Babadu like her era.
2: It was like, yeah. get me talking about this movie, Hereditary and The Witch. And right. I was like, nice yeah like they're bringing I, up like A twenty
0: four horror movies into yeah scream which is like this is awesome like they're bringing up i think they called it like elevated horror or something like that which is cool that they're integrating i mean that's what they've been always been doing but you know for our generation it's cool to see them like dragging stuff that we've like just seen
1: into uh the screen and then, movies. And then just calling it scream they even make fun of that yeah exactly with well i think i'd I want to say in the movie they make fun of Halloween for doing it. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I thought, okay, right. And then, yeah, they just do it with the, they're just self-aware. They're like, oh yeah, we know what we did.
3: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: right.
1: And I will say, like, it, no. it, there's even just like really subtle ways that
0: they kind of play with you. Um, When, you know, Ghostface is going after the Dylan Minnette's character in his house, Um, there's like three different scenes where he like opens a closet and you think that mm-hmm. Ghostface is going to be behind it, and he's Whoa. not. And it's hilarious. I was like, oh, man, they're really... Just- they
2: did that a few times yeah, throughout that like, movie where, like, they'd they they he, they'd have, like, a character closing a door, and then they'd have, like, an audio cue, like, nah. And then, like, the killer's going to be there, and then he's not there.
0: Right, right. Um, so all of this, you know, kind of careens us into... Um, you know, after the dewey death, this kind of throws us into the third act with the fact that there's, like, a party going on. um, In the same house, too. In the same house as the first one, which I didn't know that that I, I like the way they revealed it. because you never get, Oh, like, yeah. You never get a full view of the house that they're going. It's like, oh, yeah, we're just at her house. And then all of a sudden you start like, you're like, wait a minute. This kind of looks familiar in the back of your head. And then they reveal it's the same house in the first movie. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. All right. All right.
2: I had like an aha moment. Mm,
0: right. Um. And, you know, like, this kind of leads everyone to, you know... Uh, and that's the other thing, too. Like, there's a there's an amount of finger-pointing in this movie that I was like, yeah. where is this going? Like, <laughs> I need okay. to know who the killer is real quick. I
2: just, like, basically, I had it down, like, the girl... I forget her name. Like, the Amber? girl. Amber. Yeah. Like, just the way she was acting. I was just like, okay, you're a suspect. But then when the two main girls got into the car with the boyfriend i'm just like okay i've seen too many scream movies i just know he's the killer now because we're in we're deep in the third act and the two main characters are getting in the car with him right like i just had that thought i was like i feel like he's the killer just because of how this situation looks and then like i, was, I just had those two suspects in my head and then boom yeah. It was them.
0: So the killers are Amber and yeah. then uh, Jack Quaid's character who was the boyfriend of uh, Sam. And the interesting thing, the funny thing is is that and Jack Quaid even says it, Dewey calls it like right off the bat, which yeah. is mm-hmm.
1: hilarious. I think it's always a love interest.
0: Right, exactly. Um, which I thought was hilarious. Uh, and I I I didn't think it was Jack Quaid only because I was so charmed by him. I'm like, didn't either. He was I love so that charming. guy. He was I like.
2: Up, bitch. I didn't think it was him until like they got in the car with him. Just right. the way he's acting throughout the whole. The only red flag he gives is like right before the reveal, like when when Amber's in the suit attacking them, and he's like, "Oh no, it's Ghostface!" Like kind of acting like a, it's a joke. Right. Like that's the only time you can kind of think like it, it might be him because he's acting this all This is cocky. why I
1: didn't think it was him because he's already with Sam in the different town That's beforehand. what I was thinking too. That's what so I was, I was thinking, thinking too. What is the connection? Yeah. Like that's they tell you what yeah. it is. But right. like otherwise there wouldn't be one. I'm like well would they do the boyfriend again? I don't know. And yeah. then okay I want to get I was thinking maybe they were going to go like this really weird route that billy loomis was kind of like influencing her and like maybe she had like a split personality and she didn't know when she was going into the ghost space oh yeah kind yeah of deal i thought maybe they were gonna go that route yeah and but i was, and I was a little thrown off of that but amber uh there's a scene where in the, ver- the very opening of the movie jenny ortega's character the sister she um she gets the videos of it. She's talking to Amber on the phone and she starts getting the ghost face texts. Right. But it's Amber texting her just because she's ghost face. So she's right. just texting her and she's sending her all the videos of her, like watching outside the window and things like that. And I like that just, it, threw, it was off to me. I felt like this could easily be faked. Like right. she could be easily doing this. And then she had the excuse, oh, well, he was hacked into my phone or whatever. It's like, no, that's some bitch my ex would make up. Like, <laughs> yeah, that, is not, right? that is not what happened here. Right. This is 2022. We know how these females work. Right, right. So she was fu- fu- fooling around with that. She was sus the whole movie. Yeah. But there's a reason I had my suspicions about her. And this is my main problem with the movie is when it's not the and i'm not trying to be like sexist or anything like that right but this girl she is five three she's this little tiny thing yeah whenever Ghostface is on the screen he's pretty like tall and menacing right i don't like think of him as like a shorter girl i guess and the the dewey death in particular yeah the boyfriend is ruled out because he's in the elevator right yeah yeah So it has to be her who kills And
2: Dewey. she literally says, like, he, I was the last thing. She thinks she's going to kill Gale. Like, I was the last thing he saw. I can't believe I get to take out both of you. Yeah, and she it's also like,
0: takes, like, the, three bullets as well. I was about to say, she got shot three times. Dude, they, yeah. they don't
2: even and, explain that. Like, they just leave us to assume, like, yeah, she must have been wearing a vest.
0: Right. Because they should have been like, Stream 3 that they had, like, uh, yeah. Roman had a bulletproof vest on when he was Ghostface. So maybe that's what you have to assume. But it, yeah, it does not make the Questions like, all right, this five three girl
1: just got oh, shot to the side. This little thing, and I'm yeah. like, how are you overpowering these like just bigger people? Right, and then right. they do it again with the brother who who doesn't die, thankfully. because Yeah, nope but she's chase. There's a scene of him in a chase in the backyard of the house. Right, and she fucks him up too. And I'm like, does this bitch know jujitsu or something? <laughs> because she's like a badass. But she's this little tiny thing. I don't really understand. I didn't understand the logic in that. Sure, sure.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I, I I like I like the fact like the motive is essentially they're angry fanboys who want to because they're so angry at how stab eight in this fictional universe yeah. kind of destroyed the <laughs> franchise. They're so butthurt about that. So they decide to become serial killers to like make their own stab movie. I really like that. I found that hilarious.
2: Like, the first kill, like, I remember, like, back watching Scream 4 in the day. Like, I I don't remember what I was initially saying, but, like, I'll say, like, I, I definitely can agree with what you're saying. I remember thinking, like, Emma Roberts is a little more convincing. But, yeah, like, when you got these, especially the cops, like, even if that was Emma Roberts in Scream 4 killing the cops and she did get a cheap shot on them. Like you got to think like any of these guys in the fights with the killers would easily just completely overpower a girl <laughs> of that size. I'm not like, like Dylan Minette Dylan Minette's death. If that was her, he would have survived. He would have just pushed her right off of him. Been like, uh, what are you doing? Get off me. But if it, that, it would make a lot more sense if it were the boyfriend in that scenario, you remember right. his death? Like he's the, the ghost faces got him. Up against the wall and is kind of slowly yeah, we're, pushing yeah. the knife I mean, slower and slower one, towards uh, them.
1: One really good thing about the first one that we didn't mention is you can tell which killer is which because of the way that they hold the knives. Uh, you can tell which one is in which scene. Yeah. I don't know if they did that with this movie or not. I'm I know. not. i need not to watch it again. sure. I'd say I, I would like to see it again and, and to see if they have different hands again. Yeah, I, I would see them doing that. Probably. I, I know think. they filmed different endings for the movie, too. Um, oh, to oh make sure. really? Yeah,
0: only, only to like keep the actual killers out of like the public eye, which I appreciate because, you know, the, the the mystery and surprise is part of the fun of these movies. Um, but I, I don't know. I thought the killers were fine. Like I, I appreciated the motive. I thought they were, you know... Ghostface, in general, is pretty threatening in this movie, um, you know, just because the kills are pretty brutal, which I appreciate. Um... Uh, I will say, real quick, I did enjoy, uh, like, at the party, there's, like, two moments that I really appreciated, one of which is when Amber and the female twin uh, are, like, chatting in the basement, and they're talking about, like... Oh, I'm the killer. No, that's I'm when the I was killer, like you know? Amber's
2: the killer. Like the look she gave that twin gave me. I was like, okay, I don't know if she's just acting in the moment or if that was intentional, but like, that,
0: that was that a killer so glare. Because I was like, man, this is great. And it's like, oh, All right, I've seen that looking you.
2: women before, and it's oh. never a good look. I sent. Hmm. The, I walked out of this movie and immediately sent Brennan a text, like, for Amber's actress. I go, why? I just go, Mickey Madison loves getting lit on fire. I
1: was just about to that say as that. That is a Once Upon a Time dude, in Hollywood fucking dude, reference. Right? So I, I Love it.
2: Her death, like, when she bursts into flames, like, she puts her arms in the air and screams in, like, the exact same pitch <laughs> as like, She's Once Upon a Time counts. in Hollywood.
3: Yeah. And, it, like,
2: <laughs> it took me out of the movie, but in a good way. Like, I literally, like, the second it happened i saw once I upon a time laughing. in hollywood and started yeah, laughing i was dying i so was like I was that was this is
0: laughing. incredible
1: i actually didn't even know that was the same actress until like after the. i think you told me as a matter of fact yeah i, I was I like did. oh my god that's even funnier now right, <laughs> right. and then we get uh the jack quaid
0: death where you know she's fighting Sa- he's fighting sam the whole time and mm-hmm. sam's like all right you forgot one thing don't fuck with the daughter of a serial killer. And she just like goes ape shit on him and stabs him like seven thousand times. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> she it's wild. Stabbed. I was it like, man, talking about a way to go out. Um, yeah. But I appreciated that. Uh
2: watching this movie, it was so funny. Like it, like at the ending, you know how they always do like the pulling away shot of the house. Right or like like I remember it was fading to black and I was sitting there with my girlfriend and I literally pointed at the screen and go wait jump scare and then it did the jump scare again it's just like I've watched too many of these movies. and then it said <laughs> and then it said
0: for Wes and my for Wes
2: like, and then I was like yes my job, heart guys. grew
0: three times its size um yeah I don't know I just found it like I I I was very happy with this it was um,
2: surprisingly enjoyable I was glad that it I was really glad that it didn't like anger me like it upset me that Dewey died and like like I always get mad like thinking about stuff like that like you're a legacy character in just some franchise that's been around since the 90s right and you get stabbed by Mickey Madison
0: I know yeah tough way to go out
2: (laughs) okay (laughs) but like that that kind of anger like gets under my skin but you know it's a movie Right. I yeah, I him. just
0: found it entertaining. I found it funny. My favorite line in the movie was when uh Jack Quinn's like, Hey, I'm gonna go check out in the basement. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> know, right? yeah. <laughs> they start That's laughing and she's like, Yep, he's dead. I thought that was an amazing line. Laugh.
2: <laughs> yeah. I like when she's watching when she's watching her uncle. That was wild. And then she's so like, turn around. Wait a minute. I heard her, I saw her go, wait a minute, and I just kind of think, thanks thank you like i'm right. so sick like i kind of rolled my eyes at first like i'm just like i'm kind of overseeing this <laughs> i feel like that like we've seen that like when randy did it it was funny and then you see the mock of it and stab and you're just over it and then and then it she here, does, like, and then wor- she does a lot it. of levels and going on you right just here. think like okay here we go again but then she actually turns around in this in the right. space yeah, I thought true. the way they were gonna do it different was he was actually gonna gut her for a second. Yeah, like I thought, like rather than like just because I didn't think they were gonna do the exact same thing where he just like heard Sydney or something and turned away. I thought like either the twin would turn around or get
0: stabbed. Right, I thought I think she was my favorite character, the twin. I liked her for a lot. Sure. Yeah, she, she,
2: was, she was really yeah. really funny. She was
0: really fun, and I, I like that actress too. She was a. Uh... She was actually uh, the tinkerer in the Spider-Man Miles Morales That's right,
1: yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, my God, she was.
0: Yeah, Yeah. and then she's in The Leftovers, which is a really good show, and she's great in that. But, like, I thought she killed it. I'd like to see her in more things. Now, my final question before we get into our screen rankings here. Would Would you watch another screen movie if they decide to make one? Like, would you well, be okay I, with them making? Them? I w- I would
2: watch it, but yeah. I don't think I would really want it.
0: I don't. I want feel it. like I feel like you gotta give it some time. Like, give it like five to six years, and then do another one. Like, okay. That way we can have yeah. horror movies kind of grow with the times, and you know all that shit. If we don't get one, that's fine. I'm okay with this one being the last one. But if we get another one, wait a bit. Instead of you know, sure. another out.
1: I have a couple gripes. Can I? Can I? Yeah, s- yeah. Get them out. Of them away. in here real quick. Yeah, yeah. Okay what is the messaging when she looks at the mirror and then she sees Billy and then she does the whole, this is the daughter of a serial killer. And then she fuck like we were saying, she goes psycho on him. Right. And then she looks in the mirror of the cop car and he's like, good job.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, I, I don't approve. know if that's and a I'm, theme I'm or like, anything. I think that was just supposed to be a satisfying What movie. does this mean? I'm like, are they, prom- it's like, it's okay to go ham on somebody. As long as they murder people, too. And I'm listen, like, yeah, what am I hey, supposed to take from this? I, she girl I, I don't bossed, understand. She boss, And it's like, I can't get in the way of that. It's so weird. And, okay, I actually, like, when they first said they were fans, I was like, that's kind of dumb. And then I was, thought about it more and more. I was like, wait a minute. This is even more meta than anything before because they are us. Right. We are the people that want them to keep making these movies. Right. And we are them. So we are actually the killers because oh we pray God. like we are the ones who want to see this shit. And we're like, we want to see the goriest stuff. We want to see the most brutal things. Right. This is our fault this movie has been made. And they just told us that to our face. I know. And that is fucking awesome. But we're the six sons of bitches with the blood on our hands. I know. Yeah. It's, it's tough. Uh, it was but, great. Yeah. I loved it. Alright, love
0: So this brings us into our final segment um, where each of us will give our scream rankings from worst to best um, and you know what uh, ben you will start us off here
2: uh, i'm probably going to piss both of you off right go here. for it go for it all First right to so best. So, to best. Worst to so, so at the worst i got scream 3 okay uh, i okay not not because of i'm not even gonna dig into it that bad like it's just a case of like i just think it sticks out like a sore thumb it's the only one that's like below average or average at best you know like i think all the rest are average above average movies like these are all great um just simply because i've only seen it once at four i'm putting five okay Dude, I, I saw it the other day. I loved most of what I saw. It's just like I can't rank it above the any of the others yet just because it's too new to me.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I wish I could have seen it two weeks ago. Thanks. <laughs> All right. So then at three, I got Scream 2. I okay. was juggling this with the number two spot literally like a minute ago. So this is, you know, take this this and number two with a grain of salt. They could flip depending on the day. But I, I think I respect Scream 2 just because it's such a weird sequel. Like, yeah. I just feel like like where it, it does link back to the first movie, but I feel like it strays away from the first movie, but it's mm-hmm. still Scream. Yeah. So I love it. And, and then... <laughs> yeah. Number number two is Scream One, and and I have Scream Four. at no, I've always wow. ranked Scream 4 okay. above everything. That's so exciting. I've I like Scream Four because like no killer reveal other than the first movie has shocked me more.
0: Okay, all right, like, interesting. Okay,
2: like when I say like has shocked me more, like with actually knowing like how the movies work. Because, right. you know, going into Scream 1, like, you're assuming there's one killer. Like, you don't know how it works out yet. But by Scream 4, I knew what was going on. And I was throwing guesses at every character in the movie. Right. So when it was revealed in Scream 4, like, that was a complete slap in the face to me. Sure. And then I remember thinking, like, okay, it can't hold up on the remake. Or, or on the remake. On the rewatch. Like, I'm going to go back and watch it. And it's it's just going to be stale. But I was watching it like a week ago and I was just thinking, holy shit, this movie is like Wes Craven still had it in him. Like I feel like he was kind of aiming for the finale. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I think he wanted Scream 4 to be the last movie. Like, so he made it just more. Like I like how the climax, like rather than ending at the house, it it keeps going. Like rather than stabbing someone twice and running away, he keeps stabbing. Like. The movies just kind of over the top, and that's why I like it. Sure. And I didn't even talk about Scream Two, but that or Scream One, but that's I don't. What, what need, else is what I don't say, need. You know? I kind of need to explain more so why it's not number one and why something actually topped it. Sure. And that's kind of what I just did. But I, I like Scream Four the most just because it's over the top and it's and it shocked me more than any of them.
0: Sure. Sure. All like, right.
2: Yeah, like I said, Scream Five. I actually sad I, I don't like when i when you guess it and when you guess it right i, I thought i was hoping i would be like a little off but when it, it was actually
1: smarter though when it you right when i was
2: actually two for two though i was like oh wow yeah. like
1: okay yeah most time i always pick the wrong person yeah but
0: same but you know that's the fun of it that's
1: the, the worst fun. of it yes yeah, all right
0: brendan you're <laughs> up buddy you're all ranking time See,
1: i think we all agree scream three is the worst absolutely
0: fuck that movie
1: whatever okay all right i have a a problem i can't pick between four and five here like it's really like one or the other because i like them both for different reasons and i have gripes with both of them i probably not like looking at it now i probably like four a little bit more than five But really, it's interchangeable because they're both really good. It, it yeah. sucks to like I have to put them here. Like with Halloween, there was a couple of cushions, right, of right, shitty ones you could yeah. stack at the bottom yeah. to make it look like the the good ones were higher. Here, there's just kind of a space this...
0: bar between all of them but three. <laughs> like... Yeah. Right,
2: exactly. You've got the one that sticks out, and then the rest that are just like good slasher movies. <laughs> right,
0: exactly.
1: All right. So what else do you got? Um, all right, so four and five, whichever order, it. I don't care. Yeah. They're both great. Uh, Scream Two. Uh, I don't know why. This one is always like after I watched the first one, I was like, Yeah, let's put on Scream Two, like also. Like, yeah. It always re- it resonates well with me for some reason, more so than most other sequels, I guess, sure. in the series, especially three, but too is always just fun to watch, and there's just quirky moments and scenes that I always remember, like when he gets up and da- like sings and dances. Yeah, for- that seems so fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. I forgot we, we didn't mention that earlier. I wanted to talk about it, but Starts it's funny. Top Gun. It's just, yeah, yeah. Like it's just a cool like. This is a scream movie. It's just out of nowhere, but it's right. fun. Just fun scenes like that.
2: Good old Vern.
1: And like I relate to when they're just sitting in film class and they're like will cool suck, and then you know they're talking about star wars God and, Godfather, and they aliens. all
2: and then everybody in that room names sequels that are better than their originals yeah is, hot, take, it's hot take.
1: funny or, when he's like empire strikes back and he's like not a sequel part of a trilogy part of a trilogy funny now, as fuck right
2: that's a bullshit argument by the way that is a fucking <laughs> oh, yeah, is Absolutely. A
1: sequel yeah it's a sequel right. randy shut the fuck up that's why you die in that movie right <laughs> right oh yeah. uh and number one of course uh what else is there to say? It's oh, the original. Don't fuck with the original.
0: That's right, baby. It's that right. easy. Um, That's yeah. Easy. I mean,
2: I like I mean, that line with Courtney Cox. Like to like pretty much the new protagonist in Scream Five says to. He, she says this to the new protagonist about Sydney. She's like, hey, you're saying this whole time not to fuck with the original. This is the original.
0: Right. I like that a lot. Oh, yeah. Um. Great. Okay, so my ranking. Stream 3 is the worst. Uh, it has the scariest thing in the franchise, which is Courtney Cox's bangs. What the hell yeah. were they thinking with that yeah. hairstyle? What um, was she
2: thinking with her plastic surgery? But that's another,
0: yeah, that's yeah. another topic. Yeah. That Damn. Was, um. Yeah, but the bangs, not great. Not a great look. Um,
1: He's on team, right,
0: and then, team? shoot. Okay, number four, I'm going to go Scream 2. Only because they killed off Randy and I'm butthurt. It's very good. I, no, I like Scream 2. I'm just saying they kill like No, crazy. it's just crazy. We're all so
1: different. I know. I like that's that's I what's fun. This, that's what's
0: this fun. one, yeah. Uh, number three, I'll go Scream Five. Um, just because I had a great time watching it, it gave me everything I wanted as a Scream fan. Um, I just thought it did a really good job. You know, hitting all the beats that need to hit. You know, God rest, do soul. Um, number two would be Scream Four. Uh, kind of like you were saying, Ben, I love the reveal a lot um i think it really kind of elevates the movie oh, and then my favorite, favorite i,
2: I just it's feel right. like it's ramped up
0: yeah exactly. i don't know it's just too easy there's something yeah, exactly. about
2: that fucking movie to me
0: yeah but uh you know boys this was a long journey but we did this together. I hope it was good for you. It was good for me. This one was uh, enjoyable.
2: I love watching these movies.
0: I know. Yeah. You know, look at us. We're all so happy after watching these, as opposed to Halloween where we're like, just kill us. Yeah. Um, Like, Halloween,
2: I was like, what? Like, I remember sitting through like, for like, Five of those Halloween movies. It's like I'd give anything to watch Scream Three right now. <laughs> right, I exactly. would literally give. And like Scream Three is about to win Oscars in my mind. <laughs> if I keep watching these movies, by the
1: time you hit Rob Zombie Halloween Two, you're like Jesus Christ, would this ever fucking end? Okay, I don't like. I don't like talking about this now. Yeah. Um.
0: But you know, thank you, boys, for coming on. It's always a pleasure. Uh. You know. You know, it's fun doing these things. Thank
2: you for having our asses again. Oh,
0: yeah, I know. Yeah. Jesus. Um, uh, it's, no, it's, it's always a pleasure being with you boys. Um, that'll do it for this episode. Make sure to come back to the Real View podcast. We are uh anywhere you find your podcast. Google Podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Anchor. Anywhere you find it, we're there. Episodes um, normally come out on Fridays, but you know, who knows? Um, but thank you for listening, and we will see you guys later. Bye.